Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I thought Kentucky was either on par with or yeah. even maybe a little better than sure. Auburn. I can get in with that. certain positions in certain areas. I mean, they outgained Auburn in every facet of the game. More uh, more first stop downs. Stop with that. that. Just stop with well, that. You shut up and let me finish my damn point, Mitch. Well, you shut up. There it is. You and guys, let me finish you, the damn you, point. You, this is going to be all day. You <laughs> said Charlottesville or bust, you boneheads. Shut up. Don't come at me now with actually. Like three well, people I, said that. But. Oh, shut up. Bitch, I'm sick of you already. <laughs> You've been tweeting all weekend long, trying to make fun of. And the difference is, Stoops, just ignoring your cards. Stoops is in his tenth year. This was supposed Ignore, to be a no, year for no, Kentucky. No, you, no, this was supposed to be. Oh, we're not the SEC doormat anymore. No, you go bitch, to Albert and lose by 16. Your fan base was talking about going to Charlotte, Mitch, and you had one of your number one radio show hosts in the city for Louisville saying that Mikhail Cunningham was going to win the damn Heisman. Shut up, Mitch. Well, uh, I don't know how I recovered from the last segment. I, I'm gonna, the text line's killing me, which they should. Uh, just, uh, I'm getting bludgeoned on the text line. 437-9680-UPS-JOBS text line. It's the round table here. I'm James Treble. Max Godby, James Black here with me. Hey, thank you to uh, Cox's and Evergreen Liquors for uh, continuing to be a great partner with us. 27 area locations. And hey, they're going to have a really cool set up at the Tailspin Ale Fest. Uh, they'll have their premium cigars there and, and all kinds of good stuff, so please check them out. They're going to be uh, one of the booths there. So, the walk-in, the drive-thru, delivery, they got it all. Wolves go to liquor store, and don't forget, every Wednesday, buy three, get one free when it comes to their cigars. So, check them out online, Cox'sLouisville.com. Cox's Evergreen Liquors is Louisville's go-to liquor store. And again, they'll be there at the Tailspin Elfest. they got Country Boy Brewing coming in here on Thursday. 437-9680-UPS-JOBS text line. Okay, just a couple texts here. Texter says, the mixtape is going to just repeat, Justin, help me plow the fields from 530 to 6 p.m. Texter, happy James Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> we need a James. We do need a James Black fact. Do we have a historical fact? But not today. Hey, okay, hey, hey, he's no, going to no, no, no. Stop backpedaling. No, I, while you're ahead. No, I just. I, okay, you're okay. I just. Okay, never mind. We're going to do a bit. Maybe <laughs> don't do any bit. Let's leave the bit alone. We'll move past it. Uh, when Andy Swinney said, "Be very careful." Yes, be very careful here. I got to be uh, texter Mitch the B hand again. I know it's SU. I know it is. Texter, oh man. Uh, you were saying, shut up, Mitch, and we could barely hear that M, you know. 
<laughs> Texture, have you seen Wayward Pines? Yes, I've seen that show. <laughs> Thank you. Texture, hey, Rig, are you going to request that Anna wears an apron next time she comes to the show? No. I'm not. She can wear whatever she wants. <laughs> doesn't have to be an apron. She doesn't have to dress like... She just had to dress so, like the Handmaid's Tale. Okay, here, there, there's the joke I know here, you wanted to make. Since, since we have this compound now, yeah, is it when we, when you know, when we have to make a group decision about everything? Yes, is it just you and me? That no, you know, it's a group vote? effort. Is it just no, gonna be a no, one to one? No, vote each no, time? no. Everyone gets <laughs> no. You're you're in charge of the livestock. Like you're, like you're like have autonomy on the livestock. You can do it. Justin has autonomy of the farming. Any anything that he needs, he gets what he wants. It doesn't matter. Uh, he gets a promotion. Well, he was in charge of it no matter what. I, I, this is a blind spot for me. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. I just want to need your all's help. And we just keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny Payne. Thank you. Kenny Payne saved me. I'm, I'm eternally grateful for Kenny Payne right now. Thank you, KP. I appreciate you. We can't win. <laughs> no, right now, I can't win. Like, I'm, 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 I'm the opposite of I'm the opposite of LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball never lost. All I'm doing right now is losing. Just, just straight up losing. That's even I have to wear an apron. They fought their balls off. I hate to say it like that. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't call Mitch anything. I did not call Mitch anything. On the rejoin, you said, shut up, Mitch. I said, shut up, and Mitch. You can't hear the M. Oh, yeah. So it no, sounds no. like B as in boy. Oh, no, no. It didn't, I didn't <laughs> like, call him that. No, I didn't, I didn't say it was Mitch. I, I never called but him like that. Like I'm explaining this to Anna. My goodness. No, <laughs> I didn't say that. Texter, Rick could milk all the bulls. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> You gonna milk the bull or not? No. You touched on something. <laughs> oh gosh! Complete disarray. Oh man! I got it. You know what? Kentucky got an F this weekend on the report card. <laughs> you want to hear about At that? At least you're not Cal Perry. At least I'm not John Cal Perry. You're right. That's what we started the show up today. Talk about Kentucky losing two at home uh, during the week, getting uh, completely throttled by Tennessee on Saturday. I said that word a lot today. Throttled. I don't. I don't know why, but I I, I, I have said that word. But anyway, so CBS always releases the report cards. Okay, and, and Kentucky got an F. Duke got a C minus, even though they got beat uh, pretty bad too. But here's what they said about Kentucky. This Kentucky team has yet to play a game at full strength all season, so maybe they deserve some slack. It's just not getting it from uh, – they're just not getting it from me. I know DJ Wagner's out and Justin Edwards is banged up, but losing twice in the same week at home, even if it is to good Ford and Tennessee teams respectively, isn't cutting it. The Florida loss in particular is jarring. UK failed to foul up three late and wound up paying the price with an overtime loss okay so this it's gone from kentucky being like that hot it team in college basketball where now everyone's kind of side-eyeing kentucky and i'm not saying they shouldn't they absolutely should be side-eyeing kentucky it well it's just it's just what sports reporting and sports journals do it's like a team gets hot 
Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, is this the new dynasty of Kentucky? It's kind of like what I talk about with Trevor Lawrence when he beat Alabama. Yeah. Or Nick Saban loses a game. It's, this team's unstoppable now. Yeah. Who can stop them? Yeah. South Carolina. <laughs> right. And A&M. And A&M. And kind of Arkansas. And Florida. And Florida. And, and Tennessee. And Tennessee. Yeah. All those teams yes. stopped them. No, but I think you're right. It was just... It was it was premature adulation um, from look. I'm guilty as well. Like I like that that North Carolina win is to be what did it. And you said it earlier. They played as well as they have all season long. They played great. Cal Perry didn't mess up the the final minutes of the game. You had big plays from from your you know DJ Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw and Reed Shepard and, and Rob Dillingham. All the guys that you want to see big plays from. You saw big plays for them. So you've gone from that, which was an A plus win, to an F effort during a week that was. I mean that Tennessee game, Max. We talked about it. You tried to, again. You tried to knock talk me off the ledge. Yep. You said on Friday, don't don't pick them to lose or don't pick them to win, they're going to lose. And you're right, because it's so rare that Kentucky loses back-to-back games at home. I was like, well, it won't happen. They have too much talent for that. And again, I, I discounted how pathetically bad this team is on defense. Now, we got to look ahead here, Max, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big week for Kentucky, basketball-wise. They have Vanderbilt on the road tomorrow night. They stink. I mean, it's Vanderbilt basketball, but they beat Kentucky twice last season. Mm-hmm. They beat them at home in Rupp Arena, then they beat them in the SEC tournament. So this isn't like, you know, Jerry Stackhouse is scared of Kentucky or John Calipari. He, he can beat them. He's done it before. Yes. So they have that, and on Saturday they have a wounded Gonzaga team that's going to be coming in here looking to make a point because they can't fall back on, oh, well, we, you know, we're going to win our conference. They're probably not going to win their conference. And they, they won't be able to prop themselves up with all those crappy wins they usually get. So they're going to be coming in here looking to prove a point the way Florida did. So here's what we have coming up for Kentucky. This is their quad opportunities. Vanderbilt, if they were to get that win, is a quad three win. Gonzaga would be a quad one. Ole Miss at home would be quad two. At Auburn would be a quad one. At LSU, a quad two. Alabama at home, a quad one. At Mississippi State, a quad one. Arkansas, a quad three. Vanderbilt, quad four. Those are both at home. And then at Tennessee, a quad one. So they still have one, two, three, four, five chances at a quad one win. One, two chances at a quad two win still. So again, if Kentucky can win some of these games, they can pull themselves out of the depth that they're in right now, but they have to do it. It has to start tomorrow night. Beat Vanderbilt and don't play around. Don't you know? Go in there and make. That's the thing that this team did early. They haven't done. They haven't like recently. Prove a damn point. Like they should have proved a point in Arkansas. You're right. They play like crap in that game. I know they won. Arkansas sucks. They should have went in there and beat them by twenty. And not screwed around with them the way they did. Mm-hmm. They need to do that to Vanderbilt. Do that, then go turn around, win a quad one game at Rupp Arena this weekend. I mean, Gonzaga in the net's 27, so they're not bad. Kentucky's 26 in the net, by the way. But you win a quad one game at home this weekend. Get yourself right before the rest of the SEC, because because their, their tough stretch hasn't even hit yet. It's coming up. The tough stretch has not even hit yet. You're struggling this bad right now. Yeah. That's... 
that's scary. And it's not a difficult daunting. portion of the schedule. Like here, here, I'll read the upcoming games here, Max, for you, so we we all can can understand the gauntlet they're getting ready. Because Louisville already did their gauntlet; they got their gauntlet out of the way early. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise. You lose some of these crap games, and yeah, it's no fun. And we're we're all being and moaning about it <laughs> on a on a Monday in the studio. But if you can get these wins, so here's their stretch. So you have at Vanderbilt versus Gonzaga, Old Miss at home. At Auburn, at LSU, where Kentucky generally struggles at LSU, versus Alabama, at Mississippi State. That's a rough stretch. Yes. That, that's that's a brutal stretch. Then they get Arkansas at home, Vanderbilt at home, then you end the season at Tennessee. So that's 10 games left. I think for Kentucky to feel good about itself heading into the tournament, you need to go 8-2 and two here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you need to go eight, and I'm not saying they are going to go eight and two. But if you want to feel I'm good, to put money d- down that they won't. They won't. I'm with you. They won't. They'll lose. How many games? You th- so there's ten games left. How many think they lose? I'm going to say they lose four more. The way they're playing right now, this team loses four more, maybe more. I don't want to get super doom and gloomy. <laughs> Do it. Go over it. But I think they're going to be under. They'll be under five hundred. In that ten game stretch, if they're playing like that, I mean, look, they're not going to be able to beat. I think they can beat Gonzaga. I think, but you said that about Tennessee. I did. No, you're right. I absolutely did. You said that about Florida. They won't beat Auburn on the road. No, they will no. not beat Alabama at home. They won't beat Mississippi State on the road. And you're you're forgetting about Auburn and Alabama. <clears throat> Those are physical teams. Yeah, they are. So already, if you're dealing with injuries. You're dealing with nagging injuries for players that are currently able to play. What do you think going through those two buzz saws is going to happen? You're going to get beat up even more. And yeah. Jason is uh, texting the um, the bat phone here. He says, Bart Torvik has UK favored in only five of those games. Three of them are by four or less. Two are by less than a point. Auburn, he has UK as a double-digit dog at Auburn. Jeez. A double digit, double dog digit underdog against Auburn. Now Bruce Pearl the made team them that was basically a guaranteed one seed after like three weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not 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 optimal. Not optimal. <laughs> not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Not great. Yeah, not great, Bob. No, that's not good. So yeah, that's what they have. So I mean, Calipari, who's not doing his radio show tonight because they're traveling to. Nashville, at least that's the story we get. What do you think about? He, by the way, I wanted to ask you this. So Cal ducked out of his 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 radio show obligations on Saturday night. It's not the first time he's done it. He's done it a few times. I think it's the first time this season he's done it. He did um, a lot last year. He did a lot last year. He did a lot during the COVID year. Uh, what What do you think about that? I think he should be deducted and pay. Since so much of his money's coming from IMG. It's it's, it's he's contractually supposed yes. to do that. You're if right. If Kenny Payne can show up <laughs> That's a great and point. do his press conferences. Yeah. And Cal Perry, how he's like, Oh my goodness, the the fans are crazy. You are awesome. When you lose a game, be man enough to stand up there and and take it. Yeah. And and be able to tell people why you couldn't win the game. Yeah. Say whatever you want about stoops. 
Stoops goes to every single one of those press conferences. You're right. He doesn't. He doesn't try to pass the buck. Besides the whole pony up thing, but that's a story. But he's not trotting out like Brad White or Vince Merrow. Exactly. You know, he's going up there and he and he's doing. He's, the, ta- he's yes. taking the bullets. Yes, he is. He absolutely is. He didn't. He even takes bullets for those guys. Like he defends yes. those guys. No, you, you, that's a great. That's a great point. If Kenny Payne can go out there and do it. So can John Calipari. And it's not like the fans are going to boo him. He's not going to walk out there. He's in front still going to sign thirty-seven white basketballs. Exactly. And while then, he's doing. It and is. Tom Leach is going to ask him like Tom Leach is going to ask him gotcha questions. Yeah, Tom Leach is going to ask him fair questions, and he's going to put a positive spin on it because he's the, the the UK radio dude, and that's what they do. Even Paul Rogers does that with Kenny Payne. He's not. It's not like he's walking into hostile territory, right? Those fans will be disappointed, but they're not going to yell at you. They're not going to boo you. They're, they're not going to call you names. Now, they they did ask Orlando Antigua was like, "Hey, where's John Calipari?" There were, you did hear that over the radio, and that's fair. It's a fair that's question a, to ask. Especially when a substantial amount of your contract is done with the in radio. Yeah. With I mean it's dude, it's like the coaching aspect, very important. Yes. But the biggest still Cal Perry, you could look it up, his salary for University of Kentucky. It's like five hundred grand, like five hundred, six hundred grand. Right. That's his salary from the university. Everything else comes because of the TV and digital media and radio contract. That's the rest of it. Right. The other forty-seven million five hundred thousand dollars of that comes through. You go on the radio, you talk. You go on TV, you talk. During the timeouts, when the sideline reporter comes up to you and asks you a stupid question that no one really wants to know during a game, you talk. Right. When we tell you to talk, you talk. And you, and a loss causes you to like be like, I can't face these people. Turtle up. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, you're John Calipari. You, you, won't, change your defense, you won't change your defensive philosophy, your offensive philosophy for no one. For no one. Because you know everything. You're afraid of some dudes with some white basketballs that want your autograph? <laughs> That's a great way to put it, too. Well, it's like, Bro, what are you doing? It's like if I got in here, you know, for the football game, and I talked all kinds of junk all week long about Kentucky's going to beat Louisville, Kentucky's going to beat Louisville, da 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 and then I didn't show up on Monday if, if, if Louisville won the game. Like, or I'm you not, didn't show up for the postgame show. Or you didn't show up for the postgame show. Or something like that. Like exactly. Like I'm, just, oh, I'm just not going to go. I'm not going to show up. Dude, I chose UK to beat Georgia, and I chose Notre Dame to beat Louisville. <laughs> yes, I showed my face in the same week. In the same in week. The same, same <laughs> week on the same show, and I had to show up on that Monday. Yeah, like well, got that one wrong. Max was wrong, and you took all the hey, slings and me, arrows. I love, I love ESPN. They ain't paying me $47.5 million to field those questions. No, they're not. And field those texts. Absolutely not. No, it, 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 it is a bad, bad look. All right, let's get some uh, texts in here, um, and we'll go over there. Text with the one fan yelled at him last year went pretty viral. Yeah, it was one, one fan. It's not going to be uh, like a bunch of them. Texter, Cal Ducks more radio than Patino. Patino ducked his fair share. Patino, whenever he lost that Kentucky game, he did not want to come out and face the media. Texter, if UK won against Tennessee, Cal would have been out there at oh, the yeah. presser. Oh, yeah, carrying his basketballs and talking about how UK fan basketball bennies that don't know what they're watching. Texter, Kentucky basketball is being starved, is being starving and ordering a big juicy steak, but you end up getting tofu instead. <laughs> Texter, uh, Gonzaga's best win is Yale, FYI. Yeah. 
Ten Lost Cow might be uh, coming that way. Yep. Let's see here. <laughs> Ten Lost Cow. Ten Lost Cow. <laughs> Texter. Mitch Hannigan is getting more airtime than Leave It to Beaver reruns. <laughs> Where does the Leave It to Beaver come from? <laughs> Texter. At least you were a magnet for Sam. Oh. That must be for 93.9 The Ville. All right, let's go ahead. Let's take a break on the other end. We'll wrap up the show. I still want to talk about this SEC Big Ten Alliance now, Max. What are your thoughts on that? And then some more stuff. But hey, guys, I've been telling you about it all day today. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58 DraftKings Sportsbook. They have you covered. New customers can bet uh, on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings, same game parlays, everyone's got a shot and an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WHBE. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 18 plus physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. James Strebel, it's me, James Strebel. Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. Love hearing that Lock and Clean voice multiple times on the show today. It's the Roundtable on ESPN 680-1057. Max Godby, James Black, and me, James Strebel. Yes, uh, 437-9680-UPS-JOBS text line. Let me tell you about Sonatrol, locally owned and family operated for over 35 years. They're the number one rated security company in Kentucky. They have over 355 star reviews on on Google, okay? So you've got cameras in your office, in your home that can be remotely accessed by your by your phone and everything else while you're gone. That's what they can do for you. They had the best technicians, the best technology. They can service your system down the road if you have any issues. You can tailor it to your home, your business, whatever you need to keep those bad guys out. Look, they're about deterrence. I'm oh, sorry, they're not about deterrence. They're about apprehension. They want those bad guys to not come back. SonatrolKY.com or call them at 5 and it's not all about the security they can also do cameras badge access fire monitoring and so much more do it all from your phone that's sonatrolky.com so that's good stuff here been a been a lively show today 
on the round table. 12 days ago, Big Z came back and they thought they were going to win the title. LOL. Y'all are pathetic. Well, at least you guys beat Florida State. Congratulations. Uh, Texter Hartman would have been the best UofL QB ever if he'd played for us. He loves throwing to UofL guys. Yes, uh, apparently uh, Sam Hartman in the Senior Bowl this weekend, he threw an interception to Jarvis Brownlee. Is that is that who it was? I think is a UofL defensive back. Uh, yeah. What's it now? Eleven interceptions against a Louisville player. <laughs> yes, that's pretty remarkable, bro. <laughs> it's pretty damn remarkable, dude. If I'm a shrink. There's so much to dissect there. Oh, there is? Yeah, exactly. Like, why is Louisville your bugaboo? What exactly has Louisville done to you? Would they show, point to the doll where Louisville hurt you, uh, Sam Hartman? Uh, so, yeah, no, you're exactly right. Now, did you see this uh, last uh, yesterday over the weekend? Uh, now, did you know that, uh, that uh, Morgan Freeman is a big Ole Miss basketball fan? No, I didn't. He is. So, he, he has, like, courtside seats. He'll go. Did yes. he go to Ole Miss? I believe so. I believe, I'm pretty sure he's a he's a Mississippi native. Now I got to look it up because I like I got I I know I have to know my facts, Max. I have to know my facts. So Morgan Freeman, here he is. Okay, Morgan <laughs> great Freeman. Radio. Yeah, great radio. Look at Morgan Freeman. Where All did right. Morgan Freeman go to college? Where did he go to college? Okay, so it says here. Uh, let's see. He's actually no. He's uh, born in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe he lives in Mississippi. He's he's, he's born in Tennessee. Says here, at good old Wikipedia. I tell you what, it always helps out uh, when you're in a pinch. But it doesn't say. I don't think he went to. Uh, this is a high school. I don't think he went. I don't, I don't know. But he has. Old, he likes Ole Miss basketball. So anyway, he was there over the weekend. And Ole Miss's best player is Janai Broom. And he, um, no, sorry, it's Auburn's best player is Janai Broom. He was at the game. Uh, Auburn played Ole Miss at Ole Miss. He, so he like fell out of bounds. Morgan Freeman like went to catch him and kind of grabbed his journey, jersey. Janai Broom slapped his hand. <laughs> He, he slapped the hand of of movie God of <laughs> the voice of God and in, in, in Bruce Almighty Evan Almighty. Then he turned around and saw it was Morgan Freeman. He's like, "Oh, oh, bleep! I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Like, had to like profusely apologize. Like, I just I slapped the hand of, a, of an Oscar winning yes. actor and, and, and again the voice of God himself sitting here. And I, I love Morgan Freeman. He, he's a great actor in some some of my favorite movies. But yeah, I thought that was pretty funny uh, that he got he slapped Morgan Freeman. Uh, there as well. So there we go. All right. So I wanted to bring this up to you, uh, Max. Uh, so it says here in, I don't know if it's a surprising move, move or not, but the SEC and the Big Ten have together formed an advisory group. Ooh. Okay. So an advisory group. Okay. This is what they're doing. It's very reminiscent of when the Big Ten Pac-12 and the ACC formed the alliance. Which that worked out great for the Pac-12. Yeah, you know, everybody got stabbed in the back but the Big Ten. Like the Big Ten made out like Bandit stabbed everyone else in the back. So here's what it says. This is from Heather Dinich on ESPN.com. The Big Ten SEC have formed a joint advisory group of university presidents, chancellors, and athletic directors to address the significant cha- challenges facing college athletics and how to improve the student athletic experience. The conference is announced on Friday. The move is significant because it reflects a growing relationship between the two largest and wealthiest conferences and their respective commissioners as the balance of power continues to tilt in their favor in the evolving collegiate landscape sources have told espn the big 10 commissioner tony uh, pettity and 
Petty, I don't know, and SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey have been working closely together more than their predecessors had at a time when conference expansion has further separated their leagues from the other FBS conferences. The SEC will welcome Oklahoma and Texas this summer. The Big Ten will add Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA from a Pac-12 that is on the verge of extinction. All right, so what, what comes to your mind when I tell you that the SEC and the Big Ten are forming this advisory group to help make it better for student athletes? What I think is about ready to happen is this may be a calculated move where you finally see a conference or two conferences secede from the NCAA. Yeah. And formally, what I think what the waiting is right now, because Big Ten's got 20 teams now, SEC's only got 16. Right. SEC will pick off four ACC teams to get to 20 teams, and you're going to see an NFL format at a larger scale with the SEC and Big Ten, and they basically disavow you uh, or disassociate with the NCAA and turn all their football into club sports. That's wow. what I see. That's I, I know this is a power move. I, I'm with you. This this is a long game. Yeah, that they're and they're, they it's like this would be like in the in the 60s and 70s when you had the Cold War going on and you have Russia and the United States, you know, amassing their nuclear arsenals. And we're get, we have this many, we have this many. Well, now we've developed this, and now we're developing this. And this, this. if they had like put that aside and said, "Okay, let's do let's do one thing together," and whatever they go go to the moon or whatever, and they joined forces to become this this mega power. That's kind of what the SEC and the Big Ten's doing. They're saying, "Okay, you've amassed this, we've amassed this. Let's bring this together now." And I think you're right. I think they're looking to take over college football. Yeah. I think they're looking to take – and they don't and – they they're already showing you they don't care about anybody else. They don't care about the Big 12. They don't care about the Pac-12. They don't care about the ACC. They don't care about them at all. I mean, the Big 10 ruined the Pac-12. It's done. It's got two teams. Yes. What you're going to see is you're going to see four five-team divisions within each of the conferences – and it will turn into the true developmental league for the NFL. Yeah, I, I could I could totally see it coming. And well, even I mean, I th- and guess who? Guess which one has the majority rights with um, TV viewership as well with ESPN? The SEC. SEC. Yeah. Guess which program has the rights to the college football playoff? ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, absolutely. Which also has a contributing factor with the SEC. And then Big Ten has... CBS. They have CBS and Fox. Yeah. So they can monopolize all the TV as well. Who does the Mountain West have? Who does the Big 12 have? Who does ACC have? No one. No one. Yeah, Regional no Sports one. Network. Yeah. <laughs> RSN. That, no, that, that, that's, that's what's that's what's about ready to happen. Yeah. No, you're you're, you're I, you and I are are seeing the, the we're on the we're on the same page here uh, as that's concerned. Now, Rick Pitino actually he didn't talk about this directly, but you know you want to talk about the NCAA. You know he had he had some interesting comments, and we all know that Rick Pitino is not a fan of the of the NCAA. He views them as like the bad guys in his you know his coaching story and everything. Even though you know he he he's got he's got some culpability of his own. But uh, this is what Pitino said. This is uh, this is from uh, ESPN. Rick Pitino says NCAA enforcement arm of no value anymore. Okay, he says um, uh, it's very. This is from Pitino. It's a very difficult time in college 
college basketball because it's free agency. And now I think what's going to happen is they're going to say everybody can transfer. If they don't like it, they're going to take them to court. So I think the NCAA enforcement staff should just be disbanded. It's a joke. Not because I dislike them, but they're of no value anymore. Because just Tennessee now will take him to court. Virginia will take him to court. And he's referencing, you know, last week that story came out that Tennessee is going to be in trouble, right? Because yeah. they, they, you know, signed a quarterback for $8 million. You're not supposed to use NILs and an enticement to come to university. And apparently they did that, which everyone's doing that. We all know. So the NCAA came and knocked on their door. So Tennessee was like, oh, you, you want to come knock on our door? Okay, I'll see you in court. And then Virginia did the same thing we'll take you to court so th- this this battle going on i mean this this could really be the death blow of the ncaa as an entity college football could bury them good the ncaa needs to die the organization you, yeah, the organization have, needs to go away yeah it, it's a it's a toothless tiger at this point it's yeah. use it's utterly useless but no one's scared of uh, it yeah nobody's and, scared and this of it is anymore. what you do this is what you do with a dork with too much power <laughs> You, you bully them. You put the dork in his place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> put them in their place. Yeah. What are they going to do? Are they just going to give you another summons? Are they going to write a very strong worded letter? Right. These. What are you going to do? These. On, these have more money than they do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all, all. All this started with Penn State. As atrocious as the crimes were at Penn State, none of it involved an NCAA. Right. NCAA just couldn't help it. They couldn't help that. There's like, we have to do something about this yeah it's like but the police were like no this is our jurisdiction yeah this is this NCAA is like these are crimes yes yeah overreach and decide we're gonna we're gonna take 65 million dollars away we're gonna take these scholarships away and we're gonna vacate wins it's like what are you doing right you talk about such a power grab at that point so to be able to see like Mac Brown with his strongly worded stuff and say basically UNC uh, NCAA can kick rocks. Yeah, Tennessee saying okay, I'll sue you. Virginia going okay, I'll sue you. Run them dry. That's Run exactly them what this absolutely is. Absolutely dry. Yeah, and make sure none of those people still have a job. Yeah, just absolutely eviscerate that the the. The ESPN 30 for 30 for the NCAA will just discuss of how this group that just had a monopoly, a monopoly on abusing student athletes. And I mean, we thought it was bad now before NIL and all Mm -hmm. that. Back in the day. When you were there. When you were going through this. Not not even that. No, even past that, dude. We're talking about like the 70s and 80s, dude. They'd get guys that were like breaking necks during football games. And the NCAA would go like, well, you can't play anymore. Guess we got to take the scholarship now. Yeah. And the university's got every single right for it. That All that stuff, all those sins are finally coming back. Yeah. Finally coming back. I mean, good riddance to the NCAA. They... The, this is what happens when you pitch such a fit because a player got a chicken sandwich yeah. from, <laughs> from a fan. Oh, don't worry, NCAA. I remember that. This is when the NCAA pitched such a fit because a bunch of UK football players played basketball with guys from the Special Olympics that were quote-unquote recruitable age. Yeah, NCAA, I remember that. I remember that. All the stuff that they would just meddle in Meddling. Instead of looking at big big picture stuff to be able to fix this, mm-hmm. be able to fix the broken system at that point of what college football was. 
You took your eyes off the wheel because you were so focused on all these small little things of how can we make these smaller universities or a student athlete's life a living hell and take them through red tape, red tape, red tape, through all of that. And now, because you took your eyes off of the big picture of where you could truly have made college football better, you could have done NIL the right way in a way that, you know, made, wouldn't be a Wild West anymore. You could have done, you could have done the, uh, the TV contracts in a way that could have benefited student-athletes. You wouldn't focus on that. You worried about who's getting extra study hall time. Did someone get extra tickets? <laughs> Did someone get to go backstage for a Luke Combs co- uh, concert because he was in town? And guess right. what? Because you left your eyes off, uh, you took your eyes off of the road and absolutely just allowed everything to derail. That's what the legacy of the NCAA is going to be. Just a whimper, just an absolute whimper of a joke of an organization. Congratulations! Wow, how Amen, about that? So much. <laughs> well, <laughs> play that again. We've been bullied so much. <laughs> wow! Bully the dorks. Huh? Yeah, you bully the dorks. Yeah, wow! That was that's an impassioned in wor- speech. In the words yeah, of Mike like- Goodman, suck failure, freaks. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I like it. No, that was. I, I kind of had a, a, a thought. You might. I knew you're passionate about because you you your thoughts on the NCAA are very well known, and you know you you've told me some stuff off off air about stuff that they that you had to self report for for ignorant things that you went ahead and said you know i i, I gotta tell my coach this or, or whatever and it was stupid it's all stupid i did that was you did a lot better than i could have that was really really good that was good isn't that good james yeah it was real good it reminded me of when the louisville i think it was football players got in trouble for the laser tag had to pay the La- laser tag back. yes like, <laughs> like i forgot stupid. that yeah it's laser stupid. tag there was one where like they the, the one was like washing his car and using like like the Bro. like school water or something like that, and they came down on him for like using too much water. Yes, dude, Joe, uh, Joe Balonis in Lexington, dude, that dude got a ten year ban for what? He gave free pizzas on top of pizzas that UK basketball players were buying, student athletes were buying. He would give an extra pizza because at that point there was no training table. Right, they they didn't have money for another meal, so he went ahead and took care of them. Got a 10-year ban. For pizzas. For pizzas. Get bent that you think that this is like, that's a thing that's going to destroy the integrity, oh, destroy of, the the integrity of college athletics. Ruin. He got a free pizza. Put the dude at risk. I mean, I, I wasn't allowed to eat Joe Bologna's until my junior year of college. <laughs> junior year you of college. You couldn't go. Couldn't go. He had, a, he had like a 15-year ban or a 10-year ban, something like that. That's insane. For free pizza. <laughs> just and added basically a bogo he was giving a bogo to, for student athletes they, they didn't have any money yeah yeah let's read some text here uh texter that was beautiful max yeah i agree texter the ncaa uh sold the soul of college sports to corporation when they should have been looking out for athletes and fans what comes next won't be better but we deserve this uh the, the texter morgan Freeman was from mississippi he <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> Thank you. All right, listen. Let's play one more sound before we get out of here. I gotta, I gotta play this uh, before we, we we move on. 
Uh, Tector, uh, do we trust another committee to run it better? Can't get much worse than NCAA, but I just hope it's not a careful what you wish for situation. Uh, Tector, no one wants that at all. All right, let's go ahead and play this sound because I think it's funny. Um, so Haley Van Lith. Oh, I lost it, man. I'm sorry. Oh, you did? Yes. Or I shouldn't say I lost it, but it got erased. It got erased? I can probably play it again. That's okay. We we only have like two minutes. Yeah, I can, I can probably email it. Well, she made she made Mark Blank and make you very mad. I think she she said something to the effect that she came <laughs> she came she she went to a better team, uh, has a better opportunity to win or something like that. Of course, you know Blank got mad, which 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 made me happy. I, I that did make me happy that Blank and Baker uh, did not like that. But no, if he if he if you don't have it, James, it's not a big deal. I don't do yeah, something. Email it to me or text. I emailed it. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you, know, you do have. Oh, okay. Just give me one second. All right, one second. Okay, so I do want to hear this because I, I do think it's fun. And look, her numbers are are down uh, compared to what they were at U of L. I got yeah, there we go. Haley Van Lith. Got to look it up right now. Uh, da, 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 da. But yeah, it's okay. There we go. Her numbers this year. She is averaging. Let's see here, eleven point eight points per game uh, at LSU last year for U of L. She averaged nineteen point seven. The year before that, she averaged fourteen point four. And then her first year as a freshman, she averaged eleven point two. So she's averaging around the same points as a freshman. So her her numbers did take a a pretty pretty big dip she only had let's see here last few games uh sunday she only had uh actually she had 21 points sunday then she had four points before that 13 20 and then eight all right james uh if you help oh, you still got it uh let's see if i can find another text then while you are doing that uh texture says uh standing ovation for max uh on another tangent bring back the banners <laughs> textures <laughs> oh man oh, you think you're ncaa you think you're the bleep you're not even a fart <laughs> all right let's go ahead and play it james someone like me and anisa transfer to a better team um, so i think it's it's a little bit unprecedented um and we just got to put one foot in front of the other. And I think you have to lean into the people that have been here um, and just accept the challenge. I think it's it's about mental toughness and, and true true competitiveness and, and knowing who you are and self-confidence. And I think if you can just, my motto for this year has been like, take one, take one step every day, take one step every day. and. Uh, sometimes I have bad games, but the next morning I'm going to get up, I'm going to take another step, and I'm going to come to practice and hopefully have a great practice. So um, it's hard, but, you know, that's why I came here. I-, I wanted to be pushed. I wanted to be challenged. So, you know, I'm getting what I asked for. Can't complain. All right, there you so go. Funny. So she gave the. I think the the, the kicker was the giggle. She says, uh, you know, we transferred to a better team, and, <laughs> and then at the very end, the I, I came here to be uh, to get better and to be pushed more. So there we go. All right, let's go ahead and call it a day. Thank you, Max Godby. Appreciate the time today. Thank you, James Black. Thank you to all of our texters. Uh, interesting show to say the least. Uh, we'll have Anna Tarullo, uh in here with me uh, tomorrow, and then Jack Grossman at five. And then we'll see what else happens here on the roundtable, ESPN 680, 1057.